Hello, you are listening to Who's That Star on LCC Connect at Lansing Community College. Who's That Star is a behind-the-scenes show where I sit down and talk with employees at the college. This is an inside look at LCC where you will learn all about the employees, their passions, projects, what inspires them, both at work and in their personal life. You might also learn about their pets, too. This show is for you to get to know the great people behind the scenes at LCC. I'm your host, Juliana Blaine, but you can feel free to call me by my nickname, Juji, if that feels comfy for you. Well, let's get into it. Let's find out who's that star. All right, all right, all right. I'm definitely nodding my head after that intro. Let's meet our star today. Our star today is someone who I might personally refer to as a superhero who doesn't wear a cape, but he is always here to rescue people when they have technological issues with their computers. He's definitely someone that I have on speed dial when WebEx is crashing or I'm having errors and don't know what's happening, and he comes right away to help and fix it, and he has an incredible attitude. He's caring about people. Well, let's go ahead and meet this person. Are you ready? Studio band, can we get a drum roll, please? All right. Our star is Chad Hartman. Give it up for Chad. Ooh, the audience is happy that you are here, Chad. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. And thank you for always being only a phone call away when there's technological difficulties going on. That's what I'm here for. Chad, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your job at LCC and kind of how you got started here at LCC? So my name's Chad Hartman. Mm -hmm. I am the full-time West Campus technical support. Mm -hmm. So I primarily assist users with any technology issues Mm -hmm. they're having, computer issues, So that is uh, the majority of what Mm -hmm. I tend to do. Mm -hmm. I also have some work that I do for software licensing Mm -hmm. or software setup, Mm -hmm. server side stuff, which is very minor, but I like to include it because it makes me feel fancy. Yeah, fancy, fancy. (laughs) So (laughs) um, in terms of how I got my start at LCC, Mm -hmm. uh, I started taking classes here back in 2017 in August. Mm -hmm. And after I started taking classes, my brother, who worked as a PC tech before me, Mm -hmm. encouraged me to apply. Mm -hmm. Uh, He thought I would do well, that I had the technical skills to be able to do the job. Mm -hmm. So I did, and I ended up getting hired in as a student employee here. So that is the start. I love it. And yes, being on the other end, it looks like, you know, when something pops up that I need help, like with a software subscription or something's not working my go-to literally is i will be like do 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 dial chad's extension be like chad we're having some issues here and he's like don't worry about it you know this is a time i can come down and he comes down and just helps and it's so helpful also you help on with onboarding all the time when we have new employees you'll get them set up on their computer and honestly having your personality and the kind and caring way and the way that you explain things is so nice, especially for people who are just new to LCC and like that's their first intro, their first day. And you're, you know, making technology a little nicer, a little easier, a little more approachable. So that's super, super helpful. I really enjoy that. Um, but can you kind of tell me what was the transition from a student employee to part time and then full time? Like you said, how was that for you? So as a student employee, uh, your responsibilities are, well, you don't really have many responsibilities. Mm -hmm. You're Mm -hmm. 
more so encouraged to do what you can. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's mainly we have a ticket queue system mm -hmm. where all of our where users submit their issue and mm -hmm. then we get it in a ticket queue. Mm -hmm. They're encouraged more so to pull tickets out of that ah. and to work on those. So stuff more so along of WebEx not working, mm. uh, Microsoft Office not opening. Maybe the easier stuff, finger yeah, quotes. Yeah, quote unquote <laughs> easier stuff. Uh, it's None of it's really easy. No, no, no. It's more so just stuff that is more baseline that that's seen sense. as more baseline mm -hmm. for us it's not as in-depth you're right. not going to be doing quite as much compared to some of the other other issues yeah so, so as a, a student mm -hmm. that was really just my prior or, or primor, <laughs> primary uh responsibility <laughs> we're making new words 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 here it's one I of those it. days <laughs> so there was that. And then uh, when I got part-time, mm -hmm. I was put in charge of our Howl Extension Center. Wow. So that was definitely a little nerve-wracking. Yeah. But luckily, everybody out there is just extremely nice mm -hmm. and helpful. Mm -hmm. I think we both know Barb Line. Yep. Who's incredible. Barb is, Barb is amazing. She's the coordinator out there at the Livingston Center. Yep. And then Martha also is out yep. there. Martha Anderson Shout is. Out. Yep, she's amazing. <laughs> and so I was put in charge of mm -hmm. that extension center. So, and it's not really as big as it sounds. Mm -hmm. It's more so the same work you do mm -hmm. at any other campus. Mm -hmm. It's just you have to drive out there. So yeah. they generally save that for part timers who are more comfortable with doing stuff like that. Gotcha, so gotcha. I was in charge of that. Which, which is actually a pretty big deal, you know? I'm brushing my shoulders over here. No big deal. That's, real, that's really cool. And I think that totally helps, like, set the stage for your next position, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, it definitely did help mm -hmm. having that more responsibility with it. When I got my full-time position, mm -hmm. I am a kind of pseudo-lead position mm -hmm. at West Campus. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't have as much supervision out there. Mm -hmm. So it's partially on me to make sure I'm coordinating with like students and ah. part-timers to mm -hmm. make sure they're on track, know what they need to do mm -hmm. and to assist them when they need assisting with anything that they're working on. That's a good responsibility. Wow. Go Chad. Go Chad. Go Chad. Um, so when did you, when did you start your full-time job? Uh, it's probably been a month or two now. Uh, probably a little closer to three now Brand that I think about new. it. Oh. Yeah, so you know, with COVID, I think time just yep, like it's, it's just a concept. To this yeah, point. it's it's difficult. <laughs> it's melty. Months, so <laughs> very blurry. Yeah, I'm definitely still learning a ton for the position. Yeah. There's so much that I still even need to learn for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can imagine <laughs> from the outside looking in. I mean, there's a lot that that's just a lot. I'm glad that you are doing that position. <laughs> Thank you. Because that is, I appreciate. You know, that. most people there tends to be anxiety sometimes around technology when you don't know how it works or like, you know, there's a there's a problem and your computer's crashing, your WebEx isn't working, you need to be on a meeting or you're presenting. So it, it's always just so helpful and comforting to be able to really you know call you and I joke like. I really mean it. Like you're like a superhero without a cape. You just come in and uh, I'll give you a call. Something's not working, especially for my boss, who's an executive leader here at the college, Dean Bo Garcia. You know, he, he's been having issues with his computer. And I think we saw you once, maybe five, 
like five times in one week. <laughs> but you helped us get the solution. You helped us like get a new doc, whatever. But all that to say, you do a really important job because, you know, my boss has really important roles and important meetings to be in and he needs to be able to like, get in them and you know you make it a lot easier where sometimes I try try to troubleshoot it a little bit and I'm like I just need to call Chad mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I definitely appreciate the troubleshooting yeah. so <laughs> do a little prep work and do some googling but it's very it's just a relief to know that someone will be there who knows what they're doing or you know if you don't know the issue I always see you try you're like well it could be this could be this let me just troubleshoot mm-hmm. um so, yeah, I'm just very thankful to have you. <laughs> I'm always happy to help. Yeah, and, and I can tell that. You, are, you really are. Like, whenever you pop down, you're, um, you don't, I want to say, like, you're smiling, you have a good attitude. You really just, and not that you have to always smile. I didn't want, <laughs> I was almost hesitated to say that because, you know, obviously. Um, but you're just very authentic and caring, and you, you do it in an approachable, kind way. It's not like, with technology again it could be like a condescending feeling where you know a lot of things that other people don't know but Mm -hmm. you share that information in a way that's easy to understand has that kind of always been a gift for you um i think it's a gift (laughs) (laughs) so it has definitely been a easier thing for me than i think most people Mm -hmm. i have always enjoyed trying to see things in a different way Mm. so and that includes explaining things in a different way and with my position, like, I'm expected to know a lot more technical knowledge mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. the average person. Me, so, i.e., I, example me. <laughs> so if I were to just speak to a normal person mm-hmm. in the way that... Like a tech speaker? Yeah, the way that I would, like, speak to a coworker to explain an mm-hmm. issue, it would more than likely go over their head. I'd probably be paralyzed. <laughs> and exactly. And that's not a good feeling for anybody mm-hmm. it like you said it can kind of feel condescending like mm-hmm. you're talking down to somebody mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's the last thing i ever mm-hmm. want to do when you're having a computer problem it's an extremely stressful situation in mm-hmm. the first place mm-hmm. you might have a meeting that's coming up that you can't get into aye, aye, aye. <laughs> you might just it might be your computer completely mm-hmm. broken you just can't do your work mm-hmm. so like even in that sense my i can be associated with stress sometimes oh so, <laughs> i didn't think of it that way so i always want to make sure that i'm friendly and happy yeah. and assisting the person to the best of my ability mm-hmm. uh i kind of realize that when i'm having a bad time and somebody's helping me mm-hmm. when they're just friendly happy kind it really makes me feel better and yeah. it brightens up my day so i try to be that person for other people when they're having a difficult time with something that's such a good insight and that is really beautiful i'm just kind of like in not in shock a little but just like you you said it so beautifully and simply like you like how it feels when people are positive kind and caring and happy to help you and so you want to be that for other people it's just that's that's beautiful and it, it makes a huge difference and Something is small, and we might say small, but it really these little small things are actually the big things. These are the things that make LCC a great place to work because what you just talked about, you're creating a positive uh, workplace culture. And culture is like one of the top indicators of how long people stay in their job. Let me check my statistics. Mm-hmm. But like it's a really, you know, top indicator of people being happy, enjoying their jobs, even productivity. Like when you work with people who are nice to work with, 
you feel comfortable. You feel like you can be yourself. You can make mistakes and someone's not going to be like mad at you. Why'd you do that? Bah. Mm -hmm. You know, like it, it's, it's that approachability. So I really see that, um, in my own life and in my own work life. Um, it's just easier. And I think it's so beautiful that you have that concept. Where, where did you learn this concept? Where does that kind of motivation come from? It was really just realizing that when people act that way towards me, it mm -hmm. feels really nice. Mm -hmm. And so being able to make other people feel that same way mm -hmm. is very nice and satisfying mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. And I just enjoy being able to make people happier. Mm -hmm. So that's just, there's nothing really profound about it. <laughs> it's just kind of something <laughs> I decided I liked to do. So. Wow. And I like that you made a decision to do it. And it seems like the part of this that I like is that you're self-aware. Like you were, you noticed how you felt around certain people and you chose your response, you know, in the future, instead of reacting to things, you're taking the time to choose a response. Like you said, decide. And those little things, and again, those are not little because that's not easy sometimes. If you're working with a difficult person, it it's a challenge to stay positive and to stay in that good flow. And it, it but with more practice, it's easier. And again, when you show up in that authentic way, other people respond to that. So it's like a give, give a mm -hmm. lot of times. Like you, you bring up the energy of the room. Yeah, it is. It's also, for me, it's really easy just because of the community at LCC. Mm. It is extremely rare that I run into somebody who is rude or mm -hmm. not pleasant to work with mm -hmm. in my position, which you could ask a lot of tech people at other companies yeah. and that's not the case most yeah. of the time. Mm. Uh, I know some friends that I've worked for different companies and they say their users mm -hmm. often don't treat them well. Mm. So yeah. it has definitely been very nice at LCC. I want to say it maybe has happened once in the four years that I've worked here that I had a user that just wasn't wow. pleasant to work with. So that's huge. It's yeah, exactly. That's incredible. It's, it makes it really easy to be kind and helpful when other people are reciprocating right. and doing the exact same thing. Right. Wow. And you probably work with a lot of people too. You've seen yep. everybody has computer problems. Yep. So anybody that has a computer, <laughs> there's a chance that I've helped them. <laughs> um, wow. It's computer issues are going to pop up for everybody. Mm -hmm. So it's always funny when we have new student tech start because mm -hmm. I will name somebody or somebody's ticket will come in and I'll tell them their office location even at times. <laughs> and just recently I had mm -hmm. one of our new student techs ask me, how do I know everybody? <laughs> and now obviously with how many people LCC has, I don't, but right, right, right. It, it's just something that I've kind of picked up and yeah. it's really nice that we have so many friendly people and mm -hmm. I wouldn't remember where their office location was if they weren't. So. <laughs> You'd be like, I'm not going back to that one. <laughs> or I'm going to have to have, you know, a real big pep talk before I do. <laughs> yep. But it's so nice to hear that that's not the case here and that you really feel comfortable and you feel that it's easy to like exist in that positive space and be yourself and spread that light around, especially in something as stressful as a computer issue because dear Lord, those can be stressful. Yep, definitely. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So tell me a little bit about your student experience here at LCC. How did that kind of aid you in your job? Um, tell me about it. So uh, my degree is mm -hmm. in uh, 
computer networking mm-hmm. and cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. So it ties really closely with what I'm very doing closely for, <laughs> with what I'm doing for my job. Mm-hmm. So it that has helped me in its own right. Mm-hmm. There have been times where I've learned something in class that I was able to implement Ooh. into my work and where I'm like having an issue and I'm going, oh, yeah. you just learned this last week. Impress Stuff the like boss that. with that. <laughs> exactly. The theoretical then, framework of this. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But it's also just really nice with mm-hmm. the instructors and professors we yeah. have at LCC. They're all extremely kind, mm-hmm. helpful, caring. They want to see you succeed. Mm-hmm. They will do everything in their power from to make you be able to do what you want to be mm-hmm. able to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my experience yeah. at least. Yeah. And it's there have been times even where I have had an issue at work mm-hmm. and I've gone to instructors and been like, hey, Whoa. do you do you happen to know anything about this? How and cool. It there have been times where it saved me in my job. Really? Where I couldn't figure something out and the instructor was like, Oh, this yeah, this. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. <laughs> and it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I well that's <laughs> now easier I know. than I wanted it to be. <laughs> but but yeah. again, it's kind of just you don't know what you don't know. Until yep. you learn it. Exactly. And it sounds like that you just had a lot of support. And, you know, also that's very resourceful to, like, cross-reference the two, the job and the work, mm-hmm. and be, you know, brave enough to ask questions. Because a lot of times I think we have the fear of coming. Well, I know personally there is whenever I need help with something, there's sometimes the fear of, like, oh my God, like, are they going to think I'm stupid? Are they, should I have tried all these Mm -hmm. things? Several times I'll feel like, oh, I should have Googled all these. I should have been able to figure out my problem. But it sounds like, you know, you've learned to kind of just go forward. Even, I don't know if you face that or not, but it's like you've learned to like go be able to ask people people for help, get resources in maybe some stressful situations. Yeah. uh, Yeah. No, I've definitely dealt with, Thinking I know more than I really do. and uh, <laughs> Welcome to being human. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, I am a firm believer of you can't know everything. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to know everything. Mm. And it's okay to not know everything. Those are some powerful. Go on, go yeah. on. I'm just loving it. I'm so, loving it. Um, basically, you mm-hmm. should always try to grow your knowledge and mm-hmm. improve your skills mm-hmm. but nobody ever expects you to know everything mm. and that was something hard for me to realize like mm-hmm. I said I used to think I knew more than I really did mm-hmm. so I didn't like asking for help because I thought it made me mm-hmm. not look as smart or yeah. something like that yeah. but I realized after a while that people like to help other people for the most part mm-hmm. and yeah. Nobody expects you to know everything. Ooh. So ooh, ooh, ooh. when you try to grow your knowledge, mm-hmm. that is when you're more successful. Yeah. Kind of the, the realization that you don't know everything. You're actually not expected to know everything. And I think sometimes you said it really well. Like we put this pressure on ourselves. Like we've got to know everything. We've got to be able to figure it out. People are going to think I'm silly or stupid or mm-hmm. I know those are my own little inner voices or thoughts that pop up but like you said people really do actually like helping Mm -hmm. and especially in this environment here um and what you're saying reminds me of my favorite philosopher socrates um who 
who talks about the truth, um, I believe the quote is, a wise man knows that he knows nothing. It's something in that realm. But the, the key concept is to recognize that you don't know it all. And you're smarter if you know you don't know it all, if you're aware of that. Because how can you learn if you know everything? Exactly. <laughs> if you think you know everything, mm -hmm. you become stagnant. Mm -hmm. And then you quit mm -hmm. growing your knowledge, mm -hmm. which just is never a good thing. Right. Because so. where will you go if you're not learning? Like you, you've implemented what you've learned just based on your story. Like, you know, student, part-time, full-time. And then you were learning and applying your knowledge. And it sounds like you really learned to... That it's okay to not know everything mm -hmm. and that people don't expect you to. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and that is something I even try to tell that to our students that Ooh. we get is when you start here, it can be very stressful yeah. and you can, there's times where you can feel just very dumb in yeah. general because mm -hmm. you don't know something. Mm -hmm. And it's just something that I feel like everybody should learn is mm -hmm. Nobody really expects that of you. <laughs> and it's okay yeah. not to know everything. It's okay to ask yeah. for help. Yeah. And nobody's going to think less of you because of any of mm -hmm. that. So mm -hmm. it's wow. just a very, it's, a, it's an important thing to yeah. me. Honestly, what, when you're saying that, it's just so, just hearing that feels so warm. It feels so nice. It feels like it's okay to try because when, in that in that arena of what you're talking about, knowing that you don't just recognize it's okay to not know everything. Um, you know, you, we're going to try, when we try new things, we're going to fail. Like exactly. there is you, if you go out and nail the first thing you try, I mean, like you probably have some great talent, but like the second or third time you might not get it again, mm -hmm. but all that to say, it takes practice. It takes understanding. It takes work. It takes knowing that you got to like try things and try them. And a lot of time there's, um, kind of a vulnerability in trying something. Um, whereas, you know, it takes like, it takes some doing, it takes some strength to be able to recognize, you know, it's okay if I fail, I'm going to learn, you know, I'm not, I'm not stupid. I'm not dumb. Everybody does this. And I think we all worry so much about like, what are others going to think of me? But really the truth is people are so much more worried about themselves and worrying about what they're going to say than, than thinking about what you said. So really, exactly, yeah. it's, it's all about, you know, that inner voice and learning to just try. Mm -hmm. And it's also kind of ties into the whole thing of you remember your mistakes, not other people's. You At said least it. Yes. for me, I mm -hmm, do. Mm -hmm. So why would other people remember yeah. your mistakes? Yeah, so yeah. even messing up with something, mm -hmm. Everybody's going to make mistakes. Everybody's going to mess up. I, like with my position, there's times where I don't know exactly what's mm -hmm. going on mm -hmm. and it requires a lot of failing before I mm. succeed and resolve the issue. Mm -hmm. So nobody remembers when you failed, really, for mm -hmm. the most part, unless mm -hmm. they're more of a bad person, <laughs> I would like to say. Right, but maybe maybe more ego or they have more work to exactly. do on themselves. Yes. Like, so they don't have that self-awareness. The for, yeah, for the majority, people don't mind when other people mess up right. and they don't really even remember it for that part. If anything, they want to help you, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah, exactly. People, at least at LCC, from mm -hmm. what I've observed and go experienced, stars. <laughs> everybody is extremely helpful mm -hmm. and likes to help everybody mm -hmm. else. And I think it's it's so key. Like I'm kind of circling this idea, but really just being able to admit that you don't know 
it's not a bad thing because then other people are like, hey, actually, I do know that. Like your mm -hmm. teacher, he helped you solve the work problem thing. And that's just so, I love it. I love, I love your thought process there. I think it's so valuable. Actually, I know it is so valuable because, you know, it contributes to the workplace culture in such a positive way. It makes it a nice place to work. You know, you play a large role in that. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> like a superhero. Uh, so I do want to ask you, what what are some people that maybe you look, look up to, that inspire you, that motivate you? So in general, it's mm -hmm. really just anybody that's trying their hardest. Mm -hmm. When I see people that are really doing their best and trying their hardest to succeed at something yeah. it encourages me to do the same mm. um it's just very satisfying to succeed yeah so when you see other people do that mm -hmm. it makes you want to do the same yeah and and something about also just trying your hardest like there's some like sometimes that doesn't always feel good there's a lot of failure involved like mm -hmm. we just talked about so it sounds like you admire people who you see trying their hardest being authentic and you know just seeking to make themselves better and do the best they can. Exactly. And that inspires you. It does. Wow. I like how you gather inspiration from people. I think that's really valuable because a lot of people, you know, it, it's one thing to learn all these lessons just yourself through like maybe obstacles or challenges you've gone through. But when you can look at somebody else's life and be like, uh, boop, 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 I like that one and that part and this part, and I'm going to implement that in my life. That's a powerful way to learn. That's a very advanced way to learn. I will steal everyone's knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's sharing, you know. Sharing is caring. <laughs> a, a, a better way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can pilfer some, you know. Um, so kind of in the realm of inspiration and things like motivation, is there any certain quote or piece of advice that you like to live by? So a uh, big piece of advice mm -hmm. I live by was kind of, just instilled to me by my parents. Mm -hmm. Did I use that word right? Okay. Instilled, yes. I believe so. Let me fact uh, check. For yeah. <laughs> so um, it was, it doesn't matter if you don't want to, hmm. you still have to, mm. or sometimes it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. um, that obviously comes with a limit. So right. what I more so see it as is, oh, I don't want to, mow my lawn oh right. I don't want to do the dishes oh. well you still have to like right you you can't just not do things if mm. that makes sense it and does. then like it even does. a tying into work there's mm -hmm. obviously going to be days where you're tired mm -hmm. or just aren't feeling it mm -hmm. and you you still have to put forth the mm -hmm. effort and mm -hmm. to do it you can't just not right it sounds like a lesson of perseverance like even and determination and motivation like even when you don't feel it, you know, you've got to, a lot of times people think the motivation comes at the beginning. When I feel motivated, mm -hmm. I'll start the project. When I feel motivated, I'll wash those dirty dishes in the sink. Oftentimes, and research shows, and I can't quote the article, but I read it recently or watched it in a video, but it's when you start that the motivation exactly. comes because yep. then you're like doing it, you gain momentum. So that is really key just maybe to get yourself to be able to start doing those harder projects. Mm -hmm. Or just annoying projects or when you don't feel up to it. Yep. And a, a piece there that I've learned too is kind of the self-care element of like 
choose maybe breaking it up into smaller pieces or you know choosing your priorities like what do I absolutely have to do today okay those dishes in the sink they've been there for quite some time I should probably like I'm gonna at least wash one of them and then another and then it's like once you start doing it it's like a little I want to say a waterfall effect like Mm -hmm. it just starts compounding and going forward and that's that's a beautiful lesson to learn now, did you did that happen with like homework and stuff too? Because that <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, when I was in like uh, regular schooling, mm-hmm. not in high college, school? Yep. high school, yeah, <laughs> that, that one school. There's many yeah, schools. Good words, <laughs> but um, I definitely was not a great student. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy doing homework, which yeah. most kids yeah. don't like homework. Right. But I would procrastinate it, mm. and my parents were really just like, hey doesn't matter if you don't want to like this is your responsibility you need to do it you have Mm -hmm. to get it done Mm -hmm. and it also like stuff with like lawn mowing like (laughs) my dad hey go mow the lawn (gasps) I don't want to doesn't matter (laughs) (laughs) still gotta get mowed yeah so (laughs) it was as a younger like when I was younger it was more so something I just heard a lot in general and then as I grew up and really thought about it more Mm -hmm. I realized that I feel like it is an important thing to know is sometimes you don't want to, but you still have to. Yeah. And especially I think as you experience it more, like you talked about hearing it as a kid, but like as you make the transition into adulthood from a student, from college, you know, when you start taking on those responsibilities, maybe your own place, things like that, you really start to experience like, okay, it doesn't matter if I want to do it or not, but I've got to do it. Otherwise, like, my house is going to be so messy. I'm mm-hmm. going to fail my classes. Like, uh, you know, I've got to get up and get ready and go to work or I'll be late. i got to, like, go to bed early or, you know, at a certain time. But all, all that to say, it's like when you start experiencing it, experiencing it, when you make the transition into adulthood, like, I think that's where the true, like, uh-huh light bulb moment this comes. is what they meant they weren't just being mean exactly <laughs> and as a kid you really don't understand that yeah yeah it's a different world when you're young mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is all right so chad what would you say you know we've talked about a lot of things what would you say your favorite aspect of working at lcc is if you had to be you know like narrow it down uh my favorite thing is being able to see a user that i've helped uh with and resolve their issue, mm. you can, in general, see a sense of relief mm. or joy from maybe, it. Maybe tears of yeah, joy. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> computer issues are never fun. Yeah. So just being able to help people and resolve their issues for them yeah. and make it less of a stressful situation yeah. for them is very satisfying for me. Yeah. And then... Uh, we kind of touched on it with a lot of times you fail a lot before yeah. you find a resolution mm-hmm. to the issue. Mm-hmm. That resolution is also an extremely satisfying thing. Ah. Going through the process of, oh, yeah, so failing feels bad, but once you get it, it mm-hmm. makes it worth it. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoy that as well as I'm constantly growing my knowledge with mm-hmm. my position. Yeah, There's so much to learn and so much that I have been learning that it just feels really nice and feels like I'm not stagnant and that I'm continuing to progress. Mm -hmm. You've got that growth mindset, Chad. I love it. I love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, What's something that you're really proud of? Um, So recently getting the full-time position. Mm -hmm. It was 
just really amazing to get that. Mm-hmm. I I know there are other people that interviewed for it, and the mm-hmm. fact that I was the mm-hmm. pick just I'm, I'm really proud of the fact that yeah. I was able to do that mm-hmm. and demonstrate that I am a good pick and mm-hmm. I can be responsible in this position. Mm-hmm. I'm just extremely proud of that. Yeah, and I like. Do you think the fact that you you know worked at LCC as an employee and then part time really prepared you for that? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being able to work and learn at LCC and just get to know everyone in the college and how mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. work yeah. was a major benefit yeah. to the job. Yeah. Well, you are just slaying the job. You're doing great. Um, so one thing I really enjoy is when you come down to fix the computer or, you know, Bo's computer, my, my, uh, my boss, Dean Bo Garcia, um, you 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 pop down you know you're like your famous thing is i'll be right down and i'm like yes he's coming he's gonna help fix it um but to that it's always great to see you you always have a positive attitude it's kind it's uplifting um you just have a positive energy about you and one of my other favorite things is your cats because we were talking about our pets and you talked about your cats can you tell the audience a little about your adorable little creatures at home <laughs> so i have two kittens mm-hmm. uh buggy and nico so buggy is a boy nico's a girl mm-hmm. and i got them probably three months ago about mm-hmm. the same time i got hired in as full-time now that ah, i think about it wow so i've had them for a bit now mm-hmm. uh I got them from a friend who took in a stray, mm-hmm. and the stray ended up being pregnant. <gasps> Surprise! You know, funny little thing about it is uh, they were expecting to only have two kittens. Yeah. It had five. Oh, my goodness! <laughs> so is that were, why you have two? Yep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were uh, desperately looking for people mm-hmm. to adopt the cats, mm-hmm. and it was great timing, actually, because yeah. I was looking into going to the Humane Society and adopting some cats. That lined right up. Yeah, it was perfect timing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it was just really great. Mm -hmm. The cats helped with my mental health immensely. Like over the pandemic, being locked inside all the time, it Mm -hmm. really took a toll on Mm -hmm. just being alone and like not having the socialness to life. Yeah. And so having the little cute (laughs) creatures around is... Just, yeah, exactly. And, and they'll just they'll cuddle or play Aww. with you, and it's it's just really heartwarming. It yeah. makes it feel more homey. Yeah, they're no, they're great. That's a really good point you just pointed out. That uh, especially during COVID, like the mental health thing, because I I think maybe everyone experienced a lot of that. And having a little pet at home, having you know, especially if you live alone. Because I also live alone and I got a cat during the pandemic, seeing a trend here. <laughs> um, it, it just helps because there's, you know, a little little soul, little spirit mm-hmm. there, too, who, like, is playful, shares love with you. Like you said, makes it homey, makes it warm, yep. you know. And my cat, I don't know about yours, but my cat's constantly like, brruh, brruh, yep. brruh, like talking. <laughs> I talk back to her. It's fairly hilarious. But they really- do not like being ignored. <laughs> <laughs> Especially on when I'm in a WebEx meeting, my cat literally thinks it's fun to like dance on the keyboard. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's kind of an annoying one in my opinion. My uh, buggy tried to unmute my mic and start my video during our uh, business operations meeting yesterday. Oh. So that was an interesting one. <laughs> buggy had something to add to the yep. meeting. Everyone. Buggy wanted everybody he, to know. He wanted them to know. 
<laughs> well, Chad, as we wrap up this interview, I just want to thank you. I really do feel blessed, lucky that I get to work with a coworker like you because you do have such a positive spirit. It rubs off on everyone around you. And what I like about your, you know, attitude is that it's intentional. You know, I think that's a big thing because it's not like it just happens. You're in a good mood. It kind of goes with the, um, if, even if you don't feel like it, sometimes you've got to do things like I see you just being a light here at LCC and especially around something like as oh stressful as computer issues. It's just such a relief to be able to know that you and the entire team, but um, when you come down to fix the computer that, you know, it's, it's going to be easy. It's going to be chill, easy going. Uh, there's just quite a bit of relief in that and it makes the whole office feel better. I, I think it really contributes to the workplace culture here at LCC, which we talked about is a really positive one. Mm -hmm. And that's something I really enjoy about LCC as well as when I interviewed here, I was just like, Oh, it feels right. Yep. It feels right. It feels like there's good people. It's a good cause and people really do care about each other. And you, Chad, really exemplify all these things. So thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. It, I, I mean it. And uh, thank you for having me on absolutely. today. It was, it was a blast. I'm so glad to have you here. All right. Thank you, Chad. Well, that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for listening to Who's That Star? The Behind the Scenes Show, where I sit down and talk to the employees at Lansing Community College. We spent some time today with Chad Hartman, and I am personally inspired by his passion for helping others, being kind, and continually learning. We've gotten to know one of the great people behind the scenes at LCC. Again, I'm your host, Juliana Blaine. Feel free to call me Juji. I want to thank you so much for listening. Tune in next time, and together we can discover Who's That Star. You're listening to Who's That Star. You can listen to this show and others on demand at lccconnect.org. Have a great day.